0: Tonight, the three-part Beverly Hills reunion begins.
1: All right, everybody. I want to welcome you ladies to a backyard cocktail party. I hope it's fun. <laughs> it's
0: it's t- bound to be. <laughs> you say I attack you when you know what an attack is. You weaponized your profession against her. Oh, here we go. You have proven I- to be a liar. That by saying something like that, it was going to create a bigger problem for me in the media with the whole Morgan situation. Well, where do you go from here, I guess, is the bigger question. To a break, because I need blood.
1: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, I think Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey,
0: baby gorgeous.
1: (laughs) How you doing?
0: I'm all right. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, baby. I
0: feel kind of bad doing the Wendy Williams, how you doing? With everything going oh, on in her life, poor Yeah, life. there's a
1: documentary or something at the moment, yeah, isn't Yeah, and
0: her family's in it. I'm finding this all very strange.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but oh my God, so many sizzles from this morning. They all seem to generally happen when we finish, so God knows what's going to pop off then.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, I get that Raquel is suing Scandaval for the revenge porn thing. You get it, girl, get your bag. Uh-huh. But why is she suing Ariana? She saw it on his phone and sent it to herself to send Rachel the screenshots and go, you're dead to me. That's not revenge porn. Revenge porn is posting it online, is it not? I I don't know.
1: I don't know. Is she saying she distributed it?
0: What, by sending it to herself? Yeah, I don't know. So she's suing them for revenge porn Eavesdropping. I didn't know you could sue someone for eavesdropping. Intentional infliction of emotional distress. Well, didn't you do that to Ariana?
1: That's called reality TV cunt. I
0: know. That's right. (laughs) And an an invasion of privacy.
1: Uh, Again, reality TV, bitch. I, I can't.
0: You want to sue him for recording. A, an explicit video of you without your permission, you go for it, whatever. Go for it, yeah. I don't care. It was filmed without your consent. As far as you're concerned, you go for it. But I don't understand the suing of Ariana.
1: No, I don't get it.
0: The complaint states, Lost in the mix was that Levis was a victim of the predatory and dishonest behaviour of an older man. Is she 14? What
1: Raquel is like... Well, how old is she? Like, 23? 29. That's
0: that's old fucking enough. And he's 40. Oh, big whoop. You're 29. You're not underage. Yeah, that's bullshit. I get it. They're grasping at all the straws they can. It's like, you want to sue him for revenge porn, you sue him for revenge porn. I don't know if that means... I would imagine that if someone recorded me like that without my consent, I'd be fucking pissed. Because Uh there's that constant fear that they could post it. I get it. Yeah. She said she was terrified that Maddox would leak it. Well... Okay, but she didn't yeah. She never insinuated she was going to She never said she was going to mm-hmm. I don't get it Me neither Is she just trying to continue to stay relevant? Does she need the cash? I don't know Again, I- I'm separating the suing of, of him to the suing of Ariana mm. I don't know, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think you nailed it Grasping at straws it doesn't make sense It's sad It's desperate It's lame
0: Mm. I just I don't want to keep talking about her. She's making me continue to talk about her, and it feels like I'm eating pound cake. You know, it's a good idea at the time. To- it's like macca's, mate. It's a great <laughs> idea when you drive and pass the macca's to do a UE and hit the drive-through, and then
1: mm-hmm.
0: fuck before you're down the road. You've scoffed half of it and you feel like shit. Yeah. And still on the VPR train, sort of. Jax and Brittany are separated. <laughs>
1: Well, it was a long time coming, I feel.
0: I think they did had a good run five years of marriage. Yeah,
1: It's more than I would have expected. i
0: fucking feel proud if I were them. I do think it's interesting that this has come out just before the release of their new show.
1: Yeah, that's a bit sus.
0: Yeah. Do you think they're just trying to get ahead of stuff because they're like, now we've got a show, they think they're going to be followed around by paparazzi or something?
1: Or it's just... I think the nature of filming a reality show can put a stress on a relationship uh, and maybe yeah. they thrived being off the show.
0: Okay. And then as soon
1: as you're back doing reality, you're going into that old, like, thing and everything's becoming dramatic.
0: You've got to talk about everything that you didn't want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: You're fighting for the show and then that just has a negative impact.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe. Fair enough. Well, then it doesn't seem so strange. Oh, I like this one. We're actually going to maybe agree with Teddy Mellencamp. What? <laughs> I know. She said on her podcast that she thinks that Dorit releasing the, inverted commas, manipulative text from Kyle is a Hail Mary pass to keep her on the show because it's her spilling something that should never have been spilled. Thoughts?
1: Well, I disagree that it should never have been spilled. I think it's fair game. Mm. But, yeah, I also agree that it's a Hail Mary pass for Dorit because she's on the last legs.
0: I, I like this idea. Teddy was saying, like, as far as she's concerned, obviously she's really good friends with Kyle. She's saying, and I kind of agree, that the text was, look, we got a lot of shit to talk about. We don't need to drag our friendship through the mud right now. No one knows about our issues. Let's not.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, obviously they should, though. It's the reunion. That's the point.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: It's very um, the Richard sisters' behaviour to try and text people before a reunion and get them to behave a certain way.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true it is. I don't disagree that it's fair game but I think it goes along with the thing of Dorit thinking that they are closer than they are so then why would you do that? And she's not wrong. If that was me and my bestie and we were having issues and no one knew about it, I wouldn't be fucking bringing it up on a show for anyone. My friendship's too important
1: hmm but I don't know if that's the case here.
0: I don't think that's the case for anyone who, who wants to be on a reality TV show, but you get that. On other divorce news, Portia Williams is divorcing her husband, oh, yeah. Simon, just before she gets back on the show. How
1: about that?
0: <laughs> it's all very suspicious, convenient, all the things.
1: Mm-hmm. And did you want to talk about Leah's lawsuit or whatever Leah's doing? Messy Leah?
0: Oh, my God. Do you want to talk about it?
1: Well, I don't really feel like she's bringing anything new. (laughs) Like she's framed it as if it's new, but it's all the shit we talked about last year.
0: Except she's now accusing him of doing or providing and doing cocaine with housewives and that they're the ones that Andy promotes, gives a good edit to, all that shit. What do you think of that?
1: Well, I think Andy's a good time gal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not a surprise that he's doing blow with his besties. Yeah. I don't know how much power he has anymore in regards to like an actual edit. Like I don't really know if that's the case.
0: If he's an executive producer on the show, then he does.
1: I don't even know if he's watching the shows that often.
0: <laughs> the guy has two kids and a show of his own.
1: And a cocaine addiction. I mean, he's busy. <laughs> Oh, maybe that helps. (laughs) Honestly,
0: like when I read it, I'm just like, so what? Like he's an adult. They're adults. Can we stop blaming other adults for our issues? I get where she's coming from. There's a fine line between with Andy being their boss and their friend. And I'm trying to see it from their point of view going, if my boss was FaceTiming me drunk telling me he wanted to do a threesome with one of his other quote-unquote employees, I would think that was really inappropriate. However, yeah. I mean, my boss is my boyfriend, so I'm down for that. But <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I've been friends with some of my workmates, well, one in particular, for over 20 years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, if I turned around to him and said, hey, I'm doing some blow, do you want some? I don't think he's going to sue me over it. He's either going to say yeah. yes or tell me to fuck off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to, un- I don't work big corporate, obviously, so I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to say I'm not the best person to ask, but I'm just sort of like, bitch, leave him alone. If he wants to do blow with his mates, let him do, like, who cares?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: then am I, like, not the right person to ask because I don't do a corporate job? But they that's what I'm saying. They don't do a corporate job.
1: It's murky, all right, but I think with Leah it's just like, ugh.
0: If he's done it, which I think he has and I don't care, he shouldn't have done it because of the fact that this could happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be more careful, bro.
0: But when the shows started, like, for how many years has it been, like, normalcy in their work environment? So... I mean, he's definitely learned a valuable lesson. Don't be friends Mm -hmm. with any of the wives, housewives. Mm -hmm. You can't.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd cut them all out.
0: But I can understand how over time he would have slowly thought that that was okay. It's not like Mm -hmm. they're as famous as they are now and he's doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for him. This Leah is kind of betraying her friendships. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. Okay. What do you think? Do you think Leah, like, is completely in the right?
1: No. I think Leah is still, uh, there's a self-hatred there and a regret of her own decisions, mm. but she's much like Scandival just misappropriating blame.
0: Yeah, I think she is. I don't know. Look, I'm not there. I can't say that they don't perpetuate an environment of alcohol consumption. They obviously do. I get of that. Course. No one asked you to do the show. Oh, I guess they did ask her to do the show. I don't know. Well,
1: Yeah, I think she's just mad she got the worst room in Thailand. That's (laughs) honestly what I think it is. I think she went on, she signed up for All Stars thinking she was going to have this great big swing and turn things around and no one enjoyed it. So then she got mad and now it's everyone else's fault.
0: It kind of seems like that, doesn't it? Yep. And maybe I'm bitter because I just think, oh, my God, you're going to ruin this for everyone.
1: (laughs) I know. You already ruined Roni. Leave it at that. I'm
0: being selfish because I'm like, you're ruining my shows. We're not there. We don't know how toxic an environment it is, all that stuff. So I guess I'm having an an uneducated opinion. But it just seems like I'm a bit of Betty and I'm suing. That's what it seems like. Same as Rachel. Yeah. Do you sue just because you can Or do you sue because you have no other choice because it's horrible? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe tell us your thoughts. Maybe just tell me I'm off base and to fuck off. But that's how I feel (laughs) thus far. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the ones I want to talk about right now.
1: Excellent. All right.
0: Let's talk about um, Vanderpump. All right, let's talk about Vanderpump. Lake it or break it. We finally get to Lake Tahoe. And I'm happy about that because I was sick of talking about it without saying the water.
1: I know that it looks beautiful, by the way. I was like, oh my God, Lake Tahoe, I'd like to visit. But we did still get like a few scenes at the start of the episode planning for Lake Tahoe. And I was like, do we really need to be at a fucking hiking store for Lake Tahoe? Like, can we just get there? I
0: agree only thing I care about is James driving home with Hippie and then we get all those flashes of the two of them together before and I'm just so Mm -hmm. excited for James. Yeah, it's sweet. The first scene before we get to Tahoe, yeah, James brings Hippie home. Allie recognises him straight away. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Banks, the cat, isn't happy. Well, no animal is happy when another animal comes in the house. Mm -hmm. Dog, cat, bird, whatever. And Ali is worried that Rachel will want to take him back, but it's like Vanderpump Dogs owns the dog right now, so now he's out. So it's all good.
1: Yeah, but I can imagine being like, oh, my God, now Rachel's going to message us. Now now we've got to deal with fucking Rachel.
0: (laughs) I totally get where she's coming from. She's thinking ahead. How could this be a potential issue for me? I get it. But... I don't know why she's freaking out about the cats. Cats can take care of themselves. It's the dog I'm more worried about. (laughs) We all know in real life that James has said on Watch What Happens Live that they're all fine, they're all getting along. He's a totally chill, happy dog. So we have that to look forward to. And yet, do we want to do the shopping scenes?
1: Well, not so much the hiking store one with fucking Tom, but the, the Brock and Sheena one I do want to talk
0: about. Yeah. I mean, we're not shocked that the um, nanny who was talking about a zempic to their two-year-old is no longer working for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I am a bit shocked that Brock wants to talk about the nanny situation while they're shopping for bikinis.
1: How embarrassing. Yeah. I know you're being filmed, so it's all public anyway. But like it feels like maybe move that to your personal property. Like move that to the home.
0: I'm thinking that people who earn 12 bucks an hour in a clothing shop that sells bikinis for 400 bucks does not need to hear about your first world problems.
1: But don't you think that was the best day of their lives?
0: <laughs> oh, it was great for us. <laughs> It was great for us. I am a bit disconnected with Brock in the way that he was speaking to her. I'm assuming the scene was bigger because he turns around and says, it's her mum's fault that she doubts herself. Her mum encourages those seeds of doubt. That's the fucking. I don't get it. You're never going to win complaining about your spouse's parents. You're never going to win. Trust and Mm -hmm. believe (laughs) that. Been there, done that, next. (laughs) And I get that he's frustrated, but I think that the setting to talk about this would be in therapy or some something like that because he's blaming the mum, yeah. he's blaming her, and it's like she has postpartum OCD. Okay, this annoys me, and I could be wrong, but I just have an issue when your partner, the person you love more than anyone, is going through something like this. Of course you're not going to be educated on it, no problem. Pick up a book. Yeah, Go to an Instagram page where they, like, I do that. My Watch partner TikTok. is ADHD. I follow channels on Insta with people with ADHD talking about it mm-hmm. so that I get a better understanding of where my partner's coming from when he does things that fucking infuriate me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You don't know about something. You don't even need to pick up a book if you hate reading. There's podcasts. There's YouTube videos. Like, educate yourself on your partner's mental Health disorder. Uh huh. I don't get why yelling at them is going to solve your problem. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: don't know.
0: yeah. Okay. Was I just going on about that a bit much?
1: No, no, no. You made the point. Sorry.
0: Good. <laughs> nice. I don't know. What do you think of the Sheena and Brock? I know you're not the biggest Sheena fan, so how do you see it?
1: Well, I just saw it as embarrassing, that whole fight, yeah. Right, I was just like, oh, my God, this is cringe.
0: (laughs) Oh, you didn't – oh, okay. I thought you might have enjoyed Sheena getting yelled at.
1: No. Not particularly? No. Okay. No.
0: Before they get to Lake Tahoe, we do see Hippie, Lisa and Ken on the plane. I swear to God, I thought Ken was dead.
1: Oh, my God, I know.
0: (laughs) He sleeps so heavy – Every time he's napping all over the place. Do you think he's got the narcolepsy? I think he's just old. Yeah, okay.
1: He's really fucking old.
0: How old is Ken Todd? Should we Google this? 80-something? No.
1: 79?
0: He's 70... Well, he was 77... Oh, he's, 10 years ago. His birthday's <laughs> in a couple of weeks. He'll be 78. Oh, happy birthday, Ken. 15th of March, according to Screen Rant, so I don't know if, um, <laughs> if that's actual... Maybe it's not. Oh my god, I've seen three different things saying his birthdays in three different months.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always oh, gotta keep him guessing. Fucking hell. So yeah, one of them says he he was born in July, another one says he's born in March. Another one says he's born in August. This is cray-cray. Okay, we don't know how old he is. We don't know when his birthday is. He's in his late fucking 70s. There you go.
1: So he's tired. But, I mean, good for Hippie for getting to fly private.
0: Oh I know. I love that for How him. fucking lucky
1: is that dog?
0: I just love the fact that Lisa's like, none of you all can get on my private plane, but the dog can. Yeah,
1: I love he's it. He's on
0: the floor on a blankie. Oh. Good for him. God, I'd love to be one of Lisa's pets. Except mm-hmm. unless Ken was holding me. I don't know why. Like, Ken can be great, but I think... Why I rag on him is that he just doesn't need to be there. Like, he just doesn't need to be there. And Lisa just fucking drags him around everywhere. Like, let the man stay home, sit on the couch and watch his coronation street. Like, <laughs> leave the man alone. He's
1: Let him enjoy a hard candy.
0: Yes. Yeah. A hard candy with his fucking gin and de or whatever the fuck he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, his Coronation Street and he's tracky acts in peace. He's earned it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, I didn't enjoy the airport scenes with the way that they put the filter on it. Did
1: you? I hated it. Yes. I hated it. What was going on about that?
0: Yeah, I don't like it. I have noticed that the quality of production has definitely raised. They're spending more on production this season.
1: Oh, really? Oh, but except for this scene where it felt like the intern took over for a day. They said, hey, work experience, kid, why don't you have a crack at it? <laughs> like, what was that?
0: Yeah, I think that's they were mixing... Camera footage and iPhone footage and maybe that the quality of the footage oh. was different so they put a filter over all of it. I don't know. I'm just guessing.
1: I think as viewers we're okay with watching iPhone footage if it just says Sheena's iPhone. Like we get it.
0: It's true. We do get it. I don't know. It was a choice and
1: – I disagree with it.
0: Yeah. Much like the um, – I think it was Salt Lake City Reunion. Was it so, was it the Salt Lake City Reunion that was disgusting the set?
1: Yes. Yeah, much like
0: the Salt Lake City reunion set, it was a bad choice. So swinging a miss. Exactly. So I did notice though when they're at the LAX that Brock is greeting Voldemort like nothing. Nothing's wrong And I get the sense that Brock's doing that for his own piece Not for Voldemort I think
1: Brock's taking one for the team And he has to like sit next to Tom at dinner Yeah And it's, yeah I think he's just grinning and bearing it. And
0: I think it's respectful of Brock too not to put himself in the same camp as everyone else in terms of the feeling of betrayal and all that because he hasn't known him that long. Yeah. At first I thought I might have a problem with it and then I'm like, what else is Brock supposed to do?
1: Well, I think he's come on this season as a buffer. Yes. Because, like, he had a season off last season, right, and, like...
0: Yeah, that's because they wouldn't pay him.
1: Yeah, well, I think now they're paying him to be a buffer, so I he's think just buffering. Are.
0: We've heard them speak about that before. When do partners get paid? And we get it. Their first couple of seasons they don't get paid and then eventually they're like, right, you want me to be on the show, you got to pay me. And I think he did that uh-huh. last season and they said no.
1: And I think we need to pay Ali because she's just a shining star.
0: The partners need to be a part of the show that's a criteria, right? Then I think they should pay them. Yes. I'm not saying they should be paid like a feature, Mm-hmm. But they should be compensated for being on like international TV and getting the stuffing kicked out of them by mm-hmm. us viewers. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. they should be paid at least some fucking hazard pay. <laughs> okay, they get to Lake Tahoe and Lisa is taking photos with a wolf.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now,
0: you know me and my feelings on the animales, and if you don't want to hear it, fuck off. Actually, no, that's not true. If you don't want to hear it, then just block your ears. If you disagree, of course you're going to. That's fine. But I don't see why a restaurant needs an animal mascot. And I also don't need to see Lisa an animal advocate doing the same thing that Skandaval was doing when he was taking fucking photos with the tigers in the Thailand. I don't see a difference. I'm sorry. I fucking don't.
1: Oh, right, yeah.
0: And that's my I didn't sense. actually.
1: I didn't actually clock it because, I don't know, I, I feel like Lisa – is an animal advocate, so I felt like she would have done it in the right way.
0: But how do you do it in the right way? It's a fucking wolf. Yeah, I don't know. Wolves aren't pets. Yeah. We've domesticated dogs, so it's our responsibility to look after them. That's how I see Uh it. Uh-huh. But, like, a wolf? Now, maybe it was, like, a rescue wolf. I get all that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I just got a thing where animals aren't here to work for us. We're here to look after them. That's my feeling on it. Not everyone's going yeah. to agree. Lord knows, my peeps in Texas are so probably not going to agree with me. <laughs> no, no worries. I just don't like it how Lisa's not doing it. It's that whole thing of like, oh, my dog doesn't like it either. Apparently,
1: wolf over there. In my mind, I sort of went to. I was like thinking of Fresh Wolf the whole time. The deodorant company from Lisa's kid. Oh I was like, God. <laughs> I don't know, I just couldn't get that out of my head. And I was like, I don't want to eat at a restaurant that I associate with deodorant.
0: No, yeah. that's true. Oh, God, you're hilarious. I love you for taking it away from my serious bullshit. <laughs> Voldemort calls Lisa and tells her that none of the other cast have been cussing him out while well, they didn't at the airport. So, you know, he's feeling pretty good about it. And he gets off the phone oh, and oh he's in the car with Dickhead Two, and he cries.
1: Wow, well, sad. Yeah. How fucking sad. Just because Sheena said hello to him. Like, yeah. oh, my goodness.
0: And one of the things you got to fucking love about Schwartzy, he's like, let it out. It's a big deal to get a hello from people who are disgusted (laughs) by your very essence.
1: That made me laugh so much because it's like, where to kick a guy while he's down?
0: I (laughs) lived for it. Oh, God. (laughs) As if that's a good thing. (laughs) I love it. I'm just so happy he said it. I know he didn't intend for it to be like that. But I'm fucking here for it. And it's funny because it's true, you know. <laughs> the truth is the truth, people. You can't escape it. it. very funny. And I want to know, Nathan, how you felt about seeing him cry.
1: I think he's just playing the victim and I'm not going to fall for it.
0: Yeah. For me, it's just too soon. I don't trust him and mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever trust you because I agree with you, Nathan. I think he's a perpetual victim, and I don't think it's a strategy. I think he believes the bullshit. Yeah. I think he actually, for himself, he believes that he is a victim in this. And the proof will come out in this episode that he thinks that. Yeah. So we're at the Lake Tahoe house, and Sheena just cannot get off Brock's jock. She's going on about pink oh, whites in the wash. Who gives a fuck? Oh my God, what I would give for my partner to do laundry. <laughs> Yeah, like get off his jock. And she says that she's still blaming him for the nanny fight, but I actually think it's her OCD.
1: Oh, yeah, like with the separating of the colours and the laundry and all and that shit. And just
0: harping on those specific things and having it actually really upset her. Like if I'm going to take it at face value that she's actually upset. I don't know, it just gave me OCD vibes.
1: Well, I must admit I wasn't focusing so much on the content of the argument as much as the dress because Brock and those budgie smugglers and the caftan, I was just like, what an, what an icon. I know. Like that, that is a man. That is a hunk of a man. I didn't even know what they were fighting about.
0: It's true.
1: My eye was just travelling down. Oh
0: we do sometimes forget how attractive he is. Well, Under thighs.
1: Like, oh my goodness. And then to just like waltz around the house and go to the kitchen in that little budgie caftan combo. I was like, how is anyone <laughs> how is anyone doing anything? How is anyone getting any work done? He's
0: so comfortable in his own skin,
1: isn't he? It's refreshing to see.
0: Quite frankly, you're right. I need to be concentrating on the imagery of those thighs squishing my body.
1: They would choke you out.
0: In the greatest of ways. Ooh. I know, right? I'm just, I'm feeling all hot and flustered now. Thanks oh. for that. Except I'm only drinking water because it's the 8am, but whatevs. <laughs> Brock, at first I thought he was like Voldemort's ally number two, but again, I think he's just being trying to be mediator in a good way. He's mm-hmm. saying to Voldemort that none of the group really felt heard, that you got to think about how you want to navigate this weekend. And this is the red flag I'm saying about Voldemort thinking he's a victim. First he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's all like, it's going to take a minute, but I'm already feeling better. And then he says that whilst what I did was horrible, there was no malicious intent, unlike the rest of the house slash cast, who came at me with malicious intent.
1: He needs to get over it and he's an idiot and I hate him.
0: But he doubles down in confessionals. So we know the confessionals are filmed a little later at least, if not at the end, and says, I think this is how he truly feels. He feels he is owed an apology. And hasn't considered the fact that he hasn't said to them individually, I'm sorry how I hurt you, and then give a description of how he feels he hurt them.
1: He he is just beyond, like, reason.
0: He is beyond, isn't he? Oh, speaking of which, I didn't click on the article because I think I saw it on the I Live for Bravo Insta, and you know you can, like, click on the link to see the actual post, and I didn't do that.
1: Oh, I never do that.
0: That Skandival and Lisa were at... Sir, I think, and they were yelling at each other. Oh. And she was calling him manipulative and then cameras had to go down for a minute.
1: Oh, shit.
0: I know a lot of people do want to see that because a lot of people think that Lisa's, like, cutting him all kinds of slack, including me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know what that's about. I wonder if that's, like, is filming done or is that, like, season finale filming?
1: It might have been finale. I don't know. He, I think he is very manipulative. Oh, yeah. Like... To be reframing the narrative is that he had no, no malicious intent. It's like, where you, you remember you were gaslighting Ariana and trying to gaslight her and, like, coordinating for Schwartz to kiss Rachel, yeah. to, like, throw people off the scent? Like, this isn't that long ago. No. <laughs> and it was filmed. Yes. We're, we're not going to forget that.
0: No. Didn't he say, like, an episode or two ago it's been five months, like, i.e. get over it?
1: So he should get over it.
0: I know, Yeah. James tells Dickhead too that he's concerned about the weekend being in the house with Dickhead 1, of course he is. And he actually walks into the kitchen and Voldemort says, Thanks for being nice to me. And James is all like, uh yeah, um, I've gotta go do something in my room. Um, I've gotta do my hair. <laughs> I love this man. I love this man on TV. He's like, I don't know how my hair's sitting. (laughs) I love this guy on the TV. I mean, again, it's too soon, buddy. Just because I'm being cordial with you doesn't mean all is forgiven and all is well. Uh And then they're all sitting outside and Voldemort thanks all of them for being nice to him and he wants to build on that. So he's bringing someone in to do a guided meditation.
1: Oh, brother.
0: I love it. James just sums it up when he says in confessional, here we have Mr. Try Hard trying hard. It's true.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: then what kind of wigs me out is Dickhead One then calls himself a functioning alcoholic and says that meditation has replaced drinking for him. I just don't know if you want to casually throw around the word alcoholic. Even if you're referring to yourself, I think it kind of belittles the, in my mind, it belittles the work that Lala's doing to be sober. And that James right. is doing to be sober. Yeah,
1: I see that. I think he's just scrambling to be like, I don't know. He
0: does this constantly. He speaks yeah. without thinking and insults a whole slew of people along the way. Like, I don't know. For me, it's like when people, when I say I've got anxiety and then someone will retort, oh, we all have anxiety. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. We do, don't we? Do you want medication <laughs> for it?
1: I, a part of me just thinks we just need to like not take anything seriously that he says.
0: You're right. He's just an idiot. Mm-hmm. Allie and Lisa arrive with Hippie and they're all shooketh. And then in Confessional, Voldemort says that the story that James is spouting about the dog is bullshit, but he doesn't want to make waves. But then two seconds later, Allie's is sort of whispering to him on the side because she's like, I get that it's going to be hard for her. So I get that that's sweet, as in Rachel. But then mm-hmm. he tells her the story that is exactly the, the same story And then says, you know, last I heard they were trying to find him a home.
1: Yeah, well, he just found one.
0: Since then, since you heard, they took him to a shelter. So don't tell me it's bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's the exact same fucking story, Anna Marie. (laughs) And again, I wouldn't trust his version of events anyway. No. But I just think it's hilarious that he's like, oh, no, that story's bullshit. And then spouts the exact same story and stops it before the end of the story because he doesn't know the story. It's like, shut up.
1: There seems to be some insecurity with the whole his and Rachel's relationship as it stands because it feels like she's quiet quitting the relationship and ghosting him and he is reluctant to admit it. And so whenever anyone brings up something that they've read about Rachel in the news, he's like, oh, I, I knew that before that broke. Oh, I knew that. Like he was doing that at the hiking store and now he's like, oh, I know the story about the dog. And it's like you need to realise that she's pulled away from you and you need to maybe not be so desperate.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. He's Okay, That the thing we didn't talk about at the hiking store because, you know, why?
1: Because they are, are they even going hiking is my question. Like, if they don't go <laughs> hiking, I'll be fucking fuming because why were we at that store?
0: To buy a $500 shirt apparently. Crazy. The thing that I didn't understand is that when he said that he knew that Rachel was out of treatment, his explanation was because he texted her and it was blue and not green or green and not blue. Uh-huh. He said something like because her phone was off or something. That didn't make sense to me because I thought that your messages were green if you had Messenger, like the app, and they're blue if you don't. Well,
1: no. Um, I'm dumb. Like I don't iPhone. know shit. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah. I think it's more like it's blue if you're connected to the internet. It doesn't really matter. and Isn't it sad that he only knows she's out of a facility because of the colour of the text rather than she told him? Like, (laughs)
0: that's what's so funny. I know. I wouldn't be proud of that. I wouldn't be like, oh, I know. It's like, you know, you deduced you don't actually know. (laughs) So we go back to Ariana's and she's on the phone with the chick who designed their house or did the furniture buying or something. And she says that she's coming around to the idea of him buying the house, but she owns the majority of the furniture. And I thought you would like the fact that they referenced the stupid Lego portrait that you hate Mm. seeing. Mm -hmm. The artist said that he could rework it to make it just a picture of her. Oh, I love that. And I think maybe now I'm starting to see the issue with her – and him and the house buying is that he thinks he wants to buy the house and the furniture. So that's why he's offered her the additional million dollars. And now I understand why she's like, I'm not taking that. The house is worth $3 without the fucking furniture, which I paid for. So Mm -hmm. I'm now starting to see why she's reticent to just take him on his offer.
1: Yeah, and I don't blame her And there wasn't really that much of Ariana and Katie this episode Which was a bit sad But I did laugh earlier when Ariana said She was like, who do I have to blow in City Hall? And she's like, but it's West Hollywood They're all gay so I can't blow them. I love that <laughs> Not enough of her this episode
0: This is why you've got Yolalas and Sheena's Wanting to go to Lake Tahoe
1: For the benefit of the show
0: To guarantee that they're in the episode To guarantee that they get paid I know that a lot of them get paid per episode Whenever you've got a really big ensemble cast like that, that makes sense because not everyone's going to be in every episode because of it. Uh They're still in the episode, so that means they get paid, no? I have no clue. Me either. I don't have a clue. Did we talk last week how Sheena – yeah, we did, that Sheena bought a house in Sherman Oaks. Oh, yeah. So two minutes after we were like, oh, that must mean they're getting divorced or someone's going bankrupt, I was listening to – her podcast and – was it her podcast or someone's podcast? And she's like, no, the house is in my name because I paid the deposit and because I'm the one making the mortgage repayments because Brock's not technically working right now.
1: Okay. So no big deal.
0: So it's no big deal. Oh, okay. He had F45 gyms and after COVID he couldn't make it work again and and had to sell. So apparently he's working on producing a show or two. Mm. He's doing what um Candy's husband – In Atlanta Oh, Todd. He's he's doing a Todd. So good for him, whatever. Righty-hoo. So Dickhead to get stung by a bee or a wasp and pours whiskey (laughs) on it and then puts whiskey in his mouth.
1: He's so gross And then he
0: wonders why he's 40 and single Because he acts like he's 14 and single But anyway, Brock apologises for starting to in the store Again, he just wants good vibes, I get it And then we go to Lisa's new bar space And they're all there to check it out They're swinging sledgehammers And yelling out an intention James is, you should have looked after Graham better. Yeah. Dickhead 2 does the whole, don't want to be single and 40. Sheena says, motherfucking restraining order. But let's face it, we all just want to talk about what dickhead 1 says. He says, scumbag, cheaters, worm with a mustache. Charles Manson's son, that's a fucking good one. Then he screams, Lala, James Kennedy, motherfucking scandal. And Lala says, how about you hit the wall for your actions though?
1: So good. I don't understand. He thinks he's there on an apology tour. So why is he now like having a go at people when hitting the wall? Like... He just can't try and be normal for one
0: second. He doesn't think he's there on an apology tour. Schwartz told him he should be there for an apology tour and all he wanted to talk about was the fact that they all made money off Scandival and he thinks he didn't.
1: Of course he did. He wouldn't have done that special ops show in New Zealand if it weren't for Scandival
0: A hundred percent. He is pissed at Lala for doing the Send It to Daryl merch and buying a house over it. He's like, you all got rich off my pain and you're the reason for my pain because you Ugh. riled up the world because what we can't think for ourselves.
1: Yeah, we didn't need them to rile us up. We were riled up.
0: No, we we rolled them up. Yeah. Anyway, they go for dinner and drinks and we get a Ken sighting and they sort of – okay, this whole dinner they were sort of bringing stuff up but it never went anywhere. So they asked Dickhead too about Joe because – They believe that he's not single, that he's seeing Joe, and it doesn't go anywhere. He says, no, she's got her own apartment. So that doesn't mean you're still not sleeping with her. You're not banging. And then Lisa asks James to say something nice about Sandoval. (laughs) Lisa. And James is all, we're sitting here together, that's enough.
1: He was like, can we eat dinner first? Like, for fuck's sake, Lisa. (laughs) Lisa.
0: None of these questions turn into a conversation. So they go outside for drinks. Dickhead one asks James to go for a walk and tells him, I was scared to talk to you when it all went down and I never meant to hurt anybody. And James says, no one wants to hurt anybody, but you knew it would. And if you really wanted to walk out, you should have walked out. I think James is showing a lot of maturity mm-hmm. in contrast with this dickhead one. I don't know. James being the voice of reason is wigging me out. It's wild. Yeah. And James asks, are you really going to be with Rachel? And he's like, I'm torn between resentment and like love. Ugh. He doesn't actually say anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, what does that uh-huh. mean? Yeah. And then James asks, you know, if it was all worth it. And he's like, I don't know. Oh. Anyway, James says, look, we were boys and you were meant to be the most trustworthy of them all. And, you know, James is trying to express to him, I trusted you more than anyone. You were like my guy. And he finally says, sorry. James says, you know, I miss it all. And we get flashes of the two of them. Again, James reiterates, you're my big bro and that's why I've been so angry. And then Dickhead One goes in for a hug. He thinks this is the end of it. Nope. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Then he thinks that I say sorry to, it's done. Like,
1: and what did you think of his outfit? During this That little cowboy get up And the and the lightning bolt necklace
0: What? Yeah, he, was he was wearing, wearing the enough. lightning bolt necklace?
1: Either this outfit or earlier But this episode he was wearing one And I was like You are fucking an idiot
0: He is a fucking idiot And I don't like the Holly Hobby lady shirt on him <laughs> It's awful <laughs> it's
1: I was bad. very
0: distracted by it
1: I didn't get it I was like Is Lake Taco I mean not Lake Lake
0: Taco, taco. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out <laughs>
1: It's like, is Lake Tahoe the wild wild west? Like where is it situated? Because I don't think it's
0: I don't even know where like, Lake Tahoe is. Isn't that horrible? I'm Googling it now. I
1: thought it was just like California, like pretty close.
0: Sierra Nevada. So it's straight it's on the border of California and Nevada.
1: So maybe it is the Wild Wild West.
0: <laughs> I just really hope we don't have to go to what's that fucking cowboy hat shop? In Aspen. Oh,
1: Kaiser Sose. <laughs> Kimosabi. What is
0: Kimo-sabi, it? Kaiser Soze.
1: I fucking hate I that hat r- shop. I just really
0: don't want to go to another fucking cowboy hat shop.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. Even in the Beverly Hills reunion, we got that flashback to oh. that dinner where they're all wearing hats, and I'm I was like, enough. So
0: annoyed I'm with enough. all the fucking hat work. I'm so annoyed. If you really fucking suit a hat, go for it. But if you don't, just leave it at home. Enough. <laughs> no. Honestly. Uh, I okay, for me, I look terrible in a hat. I wear a hat because I don't want to get sunburnt and I don't want to get excessive pigmentation. I ain't fucking rocking a hat for fashion fashion. You know?
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe I'm just jealous I look shit in a hat. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But that's pretty much the episode. Next time we get a boat ride, Dickhead One yells at Lala, she calls him insane. And Sheena FaceTimes Ariana and says, I can't keep hating him for you. And Katie's face just says it all.
1: Yeah. I think my favorite part of this episode was at the, the dinner where S- Sandoval out of nowhere says to Brock, like, oh, let's get a quick selfie. And Brock's like, <sighs> oh, oh, fuck. You can sort of see in his eyes, he's like, oh, God, is he going to put this on social he's media? And post then, like, it. a few seconds later, you see Brock checking his phone. And I was like, I bet he's checking to see if he's on Instagram or something. Like, the look of panic behind the eyes was just priceless.
0: I just don't think there's anything wrong with saying, no, thank you, it's too soon. Oh, and then he says something like, I don't normally take selfies for myself. It was
1: weird. Isn't
0: that, it's called a selfie.
1: <laughs> it's for yourself, bro.
0: <laughs> Who else is it for? <laughs> I
1: don't know. It was, it was kind of sad and desperate. But
0: yeah, it was so awkward. Even Sheena was like, I can't imagine how awkward it is for Ariana because this is so awkward. Yeah. We are here for a paycheck. We are selling our souls for a paycheck.
1: <laughs> don't want get a selfie.
0: I love Katie for going, you know what? If I don't make 30 grand this week for not being in this episode, fine. So be it. I fucking love her. I, I Katie used to annoy me because I didn't like how she spoke to Sheena because I love me my Sheena. But I'm fucking, I've turned a page with her. Like I've turned a corner, whatever. I've, I've turned something. Yeah. I'm I'm team Katie at this point. Reunion, Beverly Hills, episode one. I watched it this morning, so I got whatever was apparently extended.
1: Oh, I wonder what the difference was.
0: Well, well, let's go through it. Yeah. What do you think of this episode?
1: We sort of predicted that there'd be a lot of fluff, and
0: there is. There is a lot of fluff. It's weaved in there well. It's weaved
1: well, and I did appreciate seeing, like, Crystal sort of be activated and Dorit scrambling. Like, I enjoyed that whole thing. Agreed. And I loved the set. I love the background where it's that, Big screen, yep. the Marvel Cinematic Universe set. I, I enjoyed that.
0: It is a nice set. I think they definitely knew they had to bring it after Salt Lake.
1: Post Salt Lake, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like it. It's like fucking Mondo Grass with a backdrop. How can that be bad? It's all you need. It's all it's you all need.
1: all you need. Why did you think of Dorit's look?
0: The Little Red Riding Hood. Okay, this-, this is what I think. Anytime any of these women are wearing stretch lycra, it looks cheap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can go to the spotlight, spend forty bucks on that stretch lycra, which I'm not saying it's easy to sew. It's not, but it just looks homemade to me. When anyone wears stretch lycra, mm-hmm. I just it looks cheap. All the stretch lycra ones look cheap. Tre- who else wore one? Anna Marie wore one. I think Kyle wore one. Did she?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't
0: know. Unless the fabric has some kind of thickness to it. It just looks cheap. I don't know why they insist on wearing it. And they probably spent like 2000 bucks on it. But it's at the end of the day, it's fucking Lycra.
1: I just didn't like the hood of it all because I don't think it was affixed correctly because half the time she's got an ear out, half the time she doesn't. So I get the impression she had to fix it a lot. Yeah. And, I, and then she's got that stupid little Elvis curl. I, I didn't like it.
0: Well, it wasn't even an Elvis curl. It was very thin and it was stuck to her forehead. It was, um, <laughs> what's that? That American actor guy that makes all those like B Grady movies, and he's a very famous guy, and he's got that little mustache.
1: Vincent Price?
0: No, not Vincent Price. I can't think. It'll, it'll,
1: oh, John Waters?
0: That's it. The John Waters. Thank you.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: It reminded me of John Waters, just not done as well. I love <laughs> yeah. that you know who I'm talking about. You're, so, uh, you're the best.
1: It's not what you want from a housewife, though, a John Waters look.
0: No. And it's like <laughs> Sade meets John Waters meets Little Red Riding Hood. And to be honest, I don't think Dorit looks good in red. I don't think it's her colour.
1: Well, I think speaking of colouring, her tan was too dark.
0: Yes. It was too burnt... Sienna orange (laughs) It was bordering on pumpkin beige
1: Which is nothing to say of how badly she performed at this reunion She is just on her last legs taking on a beating left and right
0: The fact is she is an unconscious Karen She highlighted it at the reunion And the question is it's not where do we go from here? It's do we want to go from here?
1: And I love that when, like, we're talking about the Garcelle stuff mm. and Dorit's like, do you like me? And Garcelle's oh. like, sometimes. Like,
0: even Garcelle's like, I don't really want to be friends with you. I just think <laughs> that her asking, like, do you like me? Do you want to be friends with me? I felt it was like... You are once again putting the blame and the onus mm-hmm. on Garcelle. Mm-hmm. So I guess Dorit for me is a lesson for me to learn, i.e., don't be like Deree. So that yeah. I'm getting that out of it. But yeah, it's that point of she's cringy now. It's not yeah. funny. It's not not. Fu- it was never funny. It's not even shocking. It's just like bitch again.
1: Pick up a book. Well, and it's doubling down. She says, "Oh, no, I mean my love bubble. I didn't mean it like that. And she's like, "Oh, no, I said child bride because Priscilla Presley was a child bride. Like what?
0: I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. What? you know eventually no one cares how you mean it.
1: it because that comes back to the unconsciousness of it all exactly. <laughs> You're proving Garcelle's point with every breathing second,
0: and it just it's just uncomfortable. It's not fun. It's not funny. I don't think she's done herself any favours and I wouldn't be shocked if they fire her.
1: Yeah, I think the only time I sort of agreed with her was when she's talking to Kyle because when Kyle was sort of blaming Dorit for the Morgan rumours, I was like, that's wild. That is completely bullshit. And when Kyle said Dorit just wants to side with the audience on things, I was like, no one's more out of touch with what the audience wants than Dorit. (laughs) Like, I don't think that's the case either. No,
0: I don't think that's the case either. I think is in her own bubble i get sort of where kyle's coming from it's like if we really are friends let's face it, you're the one that brought up my issues on camera first.
1: Right. Yeah. So
0: don't get me wrong. Do I agree, disagree? I don't know. I don't care because obviously I'm watching the show. I want it all on the show. Mm-hmm. But if I was Kyle, I see why she's pissed at Dorit.
1: Oh, I wouldn't see Dorit as a friend if I were Kyle because, like, the fact that my marriage is breaking up and your biggest problem is that I didn't talk to you enough about it and you're making it a friendship problem, like, that indicates you're not a friend because no. you should be talking to me about my marriage, not about yourself.
0: Yeah. Eventually, like, yes, they're all in their own head. This is why they're housewives. As much as I don't enjoy yeah. Anna Marie, she's definitely housewifey like that. It's all about her.
1: Oh, God, Anna Marie. She's got
0: that down pat. You're not really acting like a friend would act,
1: right? No, no, not at all.
0: When Cole says, like, you know, I exercise, she's not using the right words. What she's saying is... My friends are around me all the time. My marriage is in trouble slash ended. I need Mm -hmm. my friends more than ever. They're the ones that pick up the phone and call me. They're the ones checking in on me. You want to talk about I'm not being a friend to you. My life's fucking falling apart. I've lost my best fucking friend and you're Mm -hmm. worried about whether I'm having lunch with you?
1: Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Let's talk about Anna Marie, because I feel like we have to, and then we can just put her to bed and never talk about her ever again.
0: Yeah, go to sleep indeed.
1: Wasn't she just a fucking drag on the episode?
0: She really is. She just, as far as she's concerned, it's all about her. No one understands her. Everyone misconstrues what she says. She's not a liar, bitch. You're exhausting. If
1: I got on Housewives... I would not be, like, this Reality Bontese type figure or an Anna-Marie figure and be quoting past seasons in an argument about this season because, no. like, you weren't there. And when she was saying, oh, Crystal, you did this to Sutton, you said the dark comment, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't want you to acknowledge any of those things ever happened because you weren't there.
0: And also, like, don't use other people's situations as ammo. Use your own. If you don't yeah. have any of your own, therein lies the point of the argument entirely. <laughs> You have no point, bitch.
1: I think Crystal cleared her. Like, I loved
0: it. This was a good season for Crystal as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Yes, she wasn't in it a lot at the beginning, but I think this was a fucking great season for her. If it wasn't for Crystal, Anna-Marie would have made me cry in pain. Yeah. The whole, like, are you going to apologise for saying that I said that Sutton had an eating disorder twice, Mm -hmm. she's like, I didn't say it. It's on camera, Kurt. You're watching everyone else's season. Are you watching your I
1: own? I can't.
0: When she says, like, you know, you said that the ladies aren't intelligent, then Crystal's like, well, I did say we have dumb conversations. And even Erica agreed. The ladies don't care. They don't
1: care. It's not a big smoking gun. And, like, I don't care about the difference between an, the American Society of Anesthesiologists and the whatever else, like, anaesthetists. associations of nurse anesthetists. I don't, I don't, I don't give the a fuck.
0: Tests. Yeah, no one cares. You're the only one that cares. What they do care about is that you accused Sutton of having an eating disorder and it's all you wanted to fucking talk about with everyone behind her back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. And the way she was like, oh, yeah, my husband caused me an 8.5. It's actually a beautiful thing. I was like, no, it's not.
0: I get what she's trying to say. It's still not good. Like, you're digging up. The only time yeah. I did feel for her is when she said she did internalise the negative feedback. I was like, oh, that's got to suck.
1: Well, so she should. <laughs>
0: Stop.
1: I'm sorry. You can't just go on TV and expect everybody to love you, like especially when you behave like that. Like, sorry, we hate you and it's deservedly so and you had a good run, <laughs> a short, <laughs> short, short run, and let that be it.
0: I think she's a one-season wonder for sure. Well, not a wonder, oh, a one-season not wonder.
1: Disaster. And
0: you, you're not the first one and you won't be the last. Yeah, What's with her accusing Crystal of when she first met her saying, you called yourself a housewife? Well, first of all, she is.
1: Yes, who cares? And
0: second of all, she's a big business owner. Surely she would have said that too. I can't, again, I just think she is lying. I doubt Crystal would have said, I'm on Housewives without saying, and I own a $100 million company. Why
1: would she introduce herself That way to someone who's clearly watched all of the show. Yeah. I feel like Anna Marie's just like, I'm on the show. I've just got to find the weakest link and maybe attack them a little bit. And that's what it feels like.
0: Yeah. And she thought it was Crystal and she was wrong. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Crystal, do we want to talk about how she slayed with Dorit? Sure. Oh, I did feel bad with Crystal when she, and I did know this. I think I've read it in an article when she commented about Rob, about being quiet and she's like, I look at how skinny everyone is.
1: Mm-hmm. That made me it's sad. sad yeah.
0: And she's not wrong. Everyone in the last couple of years is getting super duper skinny because of the Ozempic. So,
1: yeah,
0: Trey sad. I guess, yeah, we kind of did talk about everything else. The child bride comment. I mean, we kind of did talk about that too, didn't we? Yeah. I guess that's just, that's pretty much it apart from talking about Kyle, no?
1: Yeah, that is pretty much it.
0: All right. I was surprised that we started on the Kyle stuff already, but it was more along the lines of Kyle and Dorit's friendship. Mm -hmm. And I don't disagree that the issue started from last reunion. What do you think? Because of Kathy? Yeah, because she was kind of trying to talk to Kyle about Kathy and she was sympathetic to Kathy. Which I don't think
1: is a big crime. It's this Fox, Fuckface 5, like, behaviour where you can't disagree.
0: Yeah, you can't disagree with me. You can't be be on her side. You've got to be on my side. But then uh, I get the impression that there's obviously more to it because Dorit's like, I was only on your side because you'd bring up stories from the past, which I won't detail here. And Kyle's like, it's about Aspen, which I won't talk about because of my family. And that's when, again, she brings up the, you just want to be on the audience side stuff. And then it was about her not sticking up for Teddy at BravoCon.
1: Oh God,
0: Dorit just says that's hysterical. It's not about that at all. I don't know what to say. I just think it's the fact that Kyle's going through shit. Dorit hasn't really reached out to her and brought it up on TV.
1: Well, I'm—I I don't know. I feel like Kyle does blame a lot of other people for her relationship with her sister, and I think maybe she needs to think about that and not. I, I, who cares if Dorit said something on the opposite couch yeah. at a reunion? Like, who who really gives a fuck, Kyle?
0: Yeah, maybe Kyle just doesn't want to be friends with her.
1: I, that's what I think it is. I think their friendship's just fallen apart.
0: It's run its and course. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. Oh, I did love how when we before we went to Crystal in the break, Kyle was telling Andy that Lisa Vanderpump meant Crystal and was like, "Who are you?" Crystal had to tell her, uh, "I'm on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills," and Lisa's like, "Oh, is Kyle still on the show?" I'm like, "That's so fucking funny. hilarious." <laughs> that is funny. That is so typical, ladies who lunch, which I'm yeah. so here for. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. I think that's kind of it. I mean, there were other things, but they were fluffy things and they were boring fluffy things.
1: Yep, you're correct.
0: So that's kind of the episode. Next time Sutton says, I didn't like the simulation of cunnilingus. Doreets, <sighs> I've had a difficult last two years and Andy yawns in her face again.
1: Hilarious.
0: Gusell. I thought it was strange that a robber would leave your phone by the gate because you asked them to. Hashtag facts. Mm. Andy asks Erica why she sat down with the victims and Sutton and Carl fight. Yeah, I really hope that all of those tidbits are in the next episode. I hate when they go coming up and it's like episode three.
1: I hate that. Hate Don't that. lie to me.
0: Don't lie to me. That's right. Is there anything cool. else you want to chitty chat about?
1: Um, we got a review. <laughs> I just saw it this morning.
0: We did.
1: Yeah, and I got a bone to pick with this person.
0: Why?
1: <laughs> I love well, all the reviews. They said, cheeky and wonderful, I love this podcast, so far so good But here's where it loses me <laughs> And the British accents don't hurt I was like, British? Exqueeze me?
0: Yeah, we're Aussies, mate
1: And the, but, but it's still very, very nice And they are fun and easy to listen to And I'm in the US, but not in the South And then it says in brackets, thank goodness, lol And I was like, don't come for our South
0: Don't come for our South, mate <laughs>
1: That was a very mixed bag of a review Thank you so much We appreciate all reviews But we're Australian and we love the South I
0: don't think it was a mixed bag I thought it was nice (laughs) It's nice I don't even think any of that was shady. I think it was a shade adjacent because this is a shady podcast and they're one of our people. You take that back. I thought it was a great review.
1: It's great. It's great.
0: Anything that's shade or shade adjacent but still a five-star review, I'm fucking high-fiving all of us. Nathan, that's what we like. Yep. at the end of the day, that person is one of our people and they hit they're a nerve with people. you, which is exactly what they should be doing. That was a five-star review as far as I'm concerned.
1: But I'm not fucking British.
0: <laughs> so who doesn't love the fucking British? I'd love it if someone called called me the total fucking bogan British. Oh, well, they did. I'm a totes Wogan mate.
1: Uh, but that was nice. So, if anyone wants to leave a review, please do. And please make it shade adjacent because we love that. Um, you can also go <laughs> on Instagram. That was fun. I, mean,
0: I don't like the shading the south because I don't know what it is, oh, but I just
1: found are our baby shout out, Texas.
0: I just love the accent. I love an accent, man. To me, they all sound like Kristen Chenoweth. And I know that she's not oh, from I Texas. Love her. Where's she from again?
1: Oklahoma, maybe? Oklahoma,
0: exactly. I love, love a fucking her. southern accent. Love her. And I know that you um, probably don't even have them in Texas, but I'm just going to pretend that you'll do.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, peck pictures are also very much uh, appreciated. You can send them at effing bravo. And you can also buy us a coffee or a rosé at buymeacoffee.com slash bravo bravo effing bravo.
0: Yeah, and thanks for everyone who has. That's so freaking sweet. I can't tell you. So
1: sweet. Shall we leave it there then? Yeah, let's. Okay, bye. Bye.